0: You're listening to Podcast Radio with me, Kavita. We are down at the podcast show, and joining me now is Mike Carr from Crowd Network. Hey, Mike, how are you doing?
1: I'm very good, thank
0: you. So, for anybody who doesn't know, what exactly is Crowd Network?
1: Uh, Crowd Network is uh, a podcast network based in Manchester. Uh, we've been going about 20 months now. Um, our sort of business model is maybe slightly different to a lot of other companies in uh, the UK. Uh, we Uh, basically there to generate our own IP, own our own content and control that content and all the different revenue streams around that. So that's really been our aim from the start. We have two content divisions, Crowd People, which is all our personality podcasts and Crowd Stories, which is our documentary style podcasts. Um, We make content for the UK market, but also uh, the US market in terms of some of our documentaries and, and the global market as well. So we're expanding both divisions. We've got 12, 13 people at the moment. We're bringing in eight more this summer. Um, and we are sort of aim to scale very quickly and, and, and grow.
0: You And you say you've only been going for 20 months. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's quite a baby company, isn't it?
1: It is. We, I mean, the, the, the three founders um, all left the BBC with very a lot of content and creativity, but we didn't really have that business acumen, but um, I was not gonna leave the BBC unless we had a robust business in place. Um, So we kind of built that around us to protect us, um, which has been so, so important in terms of finance, marketing, legals, all those sort of things, and that has allowed us to scale. It's allowed us to focus the business, well, not so much me as CEO, because I have to sort of ride both horses, but it's allowed the brilliant people like Steve Jones, Tom Ford, I Steve, William and the people we've picked up along the way to concentrate on that, um, generating the content, which, you know, without the content, we wouldn't be anything at all.
0: And also um, the monetization of podcasts. Do you focus a bit on that?
1: We focus a lot on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, uh, absolutely. Um, it, and that has been the biggest learning curve, I think, stepping out the BBC mm. and the monetization of podcasts. So we found our personality titles, they take a while to grow, but once they get to a point, we can gen- we are generating significant revenue. And there's more opportunities to do that with subscriptions, merchandise, live tours, there's obviously, and sponsorship. So we've got some very sponsor friendly shows, like with Joe Marler, Geraint Thomas, Sam and Billy Fares from The Only Way is Essex. So they generate good income and we can kind of shop around, we bring our own sponsors in through the existing brands that they work with, but also work with the other likes of Acast Audio Room and stuff like that to um, to bring sponsors in. So on the story side, the, the documentary side, that is the, that, that is the frustrating part that our, the market here is not really set up to sell advertising on those sort of titles. Now, we generated significant IP in those shows and we're having conversations around potential derivatives in terms of TV film documentaries that sort of thing but it's not guaranteed but we want to make that sort of content because it allows us to create big audiences and hang other titles off and once you prove that audience then you potentially go out to market and sell we're we're kind of creating a company for the market in three or four years that because i think the european market the uk market will have will understand more the branding side of those documentaries Plus, you have the introduction of subscriptions as well, which surely helps.
0: And you mentioned about the market in three or four years' time. What do you think the podcast industry itself will look like in three to four years' time, and where is it headed?
1: Yeah, it's a good question, really. I think the main focus I'm focusing on is how the commercialization models will work for companies like Crowd, because people make very good uh, independent creators have very good businesses based on commissions, And based on uh, branded content. They're scared and rightly so to take the plunge into right we're gonna make our own content and monetize it because our business model works what we're doing at the moment. So we took that risk and hopefully we can prove that you can commercialize that content and actually leave that sort of commission stuff where the margins are really small behind. And that's what I think is going to change over the next three or four years. Hopefully, we can be at the vanguard of that. We're just bringing in a new commercial director whose job is basically um, to disrupt the whole revenue market in podcasting. So, it's not not, not too much to us.
0: <laughs> and as a podcast listener, what are your favorite podcasts that you're listening to at the minute?
1: Uh, right. Am I allowed to name Crowd1s? Or oh, one crowd yeah, one of course and you one are.
0: other
1: <laughs> um, Joe Marler show is brilliant. It's not a rugby podcast. and He's just a super... Beautifully engaged, likeable, authentic individual. Um, I've got to find quite a few to listen to now because I'm, I'm obsessed with Fantasy League, so I listen to about three Fantasy League podcasts. It's <laughs> really sad, but that's kind of what relaxes me. Um, oh, God. And I listen to... Well, actually, Winds of Change was the best one I've listened to for a while. Um, I do like the sort of war ones, like the line from Apple was amazing I think that's about a year old it's been fantasy football and rugby podcasts really recently Rugby Union Weekly from uh, BBC to, <laughs> which we launched when we were there I still like that
0: well, that's the great thing about podcasts you find the thing you love and you can listen to and
1: it and I also listen to Podland <laughs> which is really sad but I, it's really useful
0: well, yeah it's brilliant yeah. <laughs> And what are you looking forward to getting out of the podcast show? And have you seen anything so far that you found really fascinating? I've been
1: in meetings. Like oh, back, no. to back Which is great. <laughs> you know, we, we've got an entertainment space here, which, you know, is a big investment for Car. We're not a massive company, but, you know, you can spend a lot of money on corporate PR across the year. But actually, you've got everybody here. You know, there's people from America here that I might have to fly over to see. So, let's, you know, they're here. So let's talk to them. It's a great way to establish, you know, existing partnerships and meet face to face and get told actually how tall you are. (laughs) Um, You know, there's all, to me, the more conversations I have, the more I learn and the more opportunities come your way. So you might have, think, well, that meeting might not be really useful. And then you have the conversation and an opportunity might arise or you might get a piece of knowledge that is really, you know, you can build a whole, you know, strategy around. Everybody's trying to work the podcast market out and so the more knowledge you can share which i have found happens in the british podcast market people like to share knowledge so the more of that the better to me and that's kind of uh, unput crowd on the radar people that might not know about us
0: brilliant thank you so much for joining us today mark my pleasure thank you mike
1: <laughs> bonjour this is fabulously delicious the french food podcast i'm andrew pryor